Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Blake CNFT. This is the channel and the podcast that's dedicated to educating and informing you guys on what's going on in Cardano and Cardano NFTs. I try to put projects in front of you that I think deserve your attention and you decide if they deserve your ADA. feels good it's um was a great trip with the family uh appreciate all of you guys for um you know checking out the the video from last week um was a youtube premiere i was i was really hoping that it was going to be alive but just didn't work out that way but it's all good um yeah we had a we had a great trip with the family got to see a lot of amazing friends and and family um and it was just a good rest a good break from from the normal uh, I know all of you guys know what I'm talking about. So uh, we're back though. Uh, we've got, of course, as always, every week, we've got lots to talk about. Um, some interesting articles, some interesting allegations, some what seems to be, I mean, there's no, really no way. I talked about it last week, but I mean, the, uh, it just has to be wash trading. I just don't know any other way around it. Um, and yeah, we're just going to be, we're going to be hanging out tonight talking about the top 10 CNFTs. Um, if you guys are, Still here in this bear market. Uh, congratulations. Um, we're, we're in it. We're in it. We're enjoying it. Um, I'd, I'd love to hear in, in the chat as we're going along what you guys are looking at. Um, I'll, I'll you know, check out anything else you guys are thinking about, what you guys are doing, some DeFi plays. Um, of course, trying to still get caught back up to speed on, on everything going on. So um, Crypto Hands, Jasper, Oside, Ada Legend, Oside, Crawfish, uh, Hero art. Good to see you guys. Um, all right. So jumping into the top 10, here we are. Uh, we've got brave dogs coming in at number one. We've got sumo should not count as number one. As you can see from my thumbnail, I did not give them the credit of even being on my thumbnail. Um, ape society, earth node, tappy tools, book IO, uh, a new book that was just released. Um, None, which actually really threw me for a loop. I don't, I've never seen <laughs> a project called None. It has a bunch of policy IDs on it. I don't know who made it or why it's put together, but there it is. Um, I think it's some, it might be related to the Ore mob stuff, but I, I genuinely don't know. Um, we'll talk about that, I guess, a little bit later. We won't spend a ton of time on it. The Jungle Hunter Lifetime Passes. Um, that was really interesting. We've got, we've got something to read on that. Hungry Cows again. Um, and Space Buds round out the top 10. So jumping into number one, Brave Dogs. So I think some people might already know who Brave Dogs is, but um, they are here to build, zoom this in a little bit. Um, they are here to build a brand on Cardano for and by the community of creators, developers, and innovators fueled by utilities and intellectual community. So that's their sentence. It's a mouthful, but I think they did a great job of explaining some of that. Um, if you go to this Connect Brave Dogs, this kind of gives you their link tree. You can jump into that. Uh, one thing, um, if you guys are unfamiliar, this is one thing that they talk about uh, from their link tree. What, what is this Brave Dogs even about? So Brave Labs is a platform that aims to bring pioneering utilities to the CNFT space and develop tools that help any NFT projects. Our goal is to revolutionize your Web3 experience with our futuristic platform built for tomorrow. Uh, we believe that by bringing innovative functionalities into the NFT space, we can move the ecosystem in a positive direction. Um, was founded by Wolvie and Neo on December 1st, 2021 with the purchase of the domain when NFT draw. Oh, there you go. Um, since then, we have been working together to bring innovation. I've, I've been at this website. So uh, our official roadmap includes five years of game plan to bring innovative tools and utilities to the Cardano space. In the year 2022, we have developed When NFT Drops and Brave Mint for the CNFT community. This was just the beginning. We aim to double down this year. So When NFT Drops, um, it's been a while since I've been on that site. I'm pretty sure I've been there. Uh, Brave Mint, uh, multi-sig minting engine, um, 
uh, Sirius uh, as a bridge between Sirius founders and buyers. Whitelist spots in exchange for security. The mystery chest, this was their uh, collaboration and stuff with Jelly Cubes and Jason from Block is Hot. Um, so those have been uh, going on. I mean, did, the, did the second one mint? I'm pretty sure it did. Um, so the second ones of those have already happened. And then the staking platform coming up. So um, J-Hub, good to see you. Danny Girl, good to see you guys in here. Um, so yeah, and the staking platform. So they've obviously got a lot going on. Um, and I have you know, been following them uh, and I haven't done a, a ton of research just to be completely honest. Um, but if we go to Brave Dogs here, their Genesis collection. So this, this specific collection is a utility focused NFT project on Cardano. Uh, we're a collective of NFT enthusiasts, creators, innovators. Let's see, I, you guys can't see this. To, so I have two different monitors. This is just a sidebar. I have two different monitors and one is a 4K monitor and the other one's a 1080p monitor. So when I'm going back and forth, the, the zoom and the res, you know, it's all jacked up. So I, I apologize. Um, anyways. So they're on a mission to save Leica stuck in space. Um, I think that's, that's a homage to, I think there was a Soviet dog called Leica. That was the first uh, animal in space. Um, embark on this thrilling journey with us as we save Leica and revolutionize. So this is their uh, PFP collection. I believe uh, this was drawn by Ollie, who is the also the drawler of the Space Buds version two. Um, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure. Ollie Mers is like Mers. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Someone can correct me in chat. Pretty sure that's who it is. Uh, but yeah, they sold out. This was on July 28th. So congrats to them on selling out. 4,888. So that's a pretty you know decent collection. Um, and yeah, so J-Hub does say it's the Space Buds artist. I don't know if he said it or he said it before I even asked the question. Floor is at 332. Um, I don't know if, I don't know what the mint price was. J-Hub, do you know what the mint price was? Bottom was at 290. They're at 332. I'm guessing they minted less than that. So I'm, I, I'm going to go ahead and assume that people were in profit uh, for this. Actually, I might be able to scroll down um, and see. Maybe. I guess there's going to be a bunch of posts about there. So, yeah, so this is Ollie. Yeah, Ollie Mirza. Uh, one of his sold for, this is one of his artworks, right? Uh, sold for 5555 Is that the number one sale still? They have a higher sale than that. All-time high, yep. So that's the all-time all high sale. Congrats to the team and to Ollie on that. Um, they do look very clean. Um, you can't argue that. So obviously this uh, Ollie has in, uh, incredible talent as an artist. So it was a no-brainer to get him to jump on this project. Um, I'm going to try to... Mint price was 175 So there you go. People are at a 2X right now. And within uh, four days, five days, they've done almost, uh, they've done over half a million in, in trading volume. 12% listed, not, not bad. Not bad, especially for the bear market as most people are just trying to look for a flip. So nice. Uh, I've looked at a few of the traits, um, not a ton, but love the, um, uh, if they're going for Japanese or Chinese, I guess it uh, depends on how you're reading it. Um, and some, yeah, some of this looks, uh, looks really good. I did, I don't own one, um, just cause I don't know enough about the project. I've just been kind of on the sidelines, been accumulating some blue chips is my current strategy. But for those who really like the, the minting and the flipping, um, this is def this was definitely a project you wanted to jump in on. I believe shout out to, um, oh my goodness. <laughs> I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. Um, Malcoin, uh, I, I believe he had a very positive review of, of Brave Dogs in his, um, on his charts and stuff that he looks at. So, uh, yeah, that's Brave Dogs, number one, pretty handedly on that, uh, on that for this week. Yeah, uh, Oside is looking to uh, continue to wait to see if they bought him a little bit more. So, 
That's uh that's what Osai's looking at. Sumo is number two in in big, big air quotes. Uh I talked about these guys last week. Um the floor is still at one hundred and they mint it for a hundred. Uh but they somehow magically have three hundred and twenty eight thousand ADA volume with thirty six owners. Thirty six. Uh I think last week they had fifty they they had more than thirty six. So how is it possible that the floor is staying at exactly the mint price and there's only 213 of these out of what was supposed to be like 5,000. Um, I just pulled two random examples, two out of three, uh, two for three on this. Uh, one of the NFTs, which was actually, um, this one was actually on the homepage of JPEG store, right? It's going to get you traction uh, in the sense of like, it's going to put you on some JPEG automations. It's going to put you at the top of open NFT, which then get, gets people to say, what's this all about? Um, so this is Sumo 1526. And if we look at the trading history, um, it was listed for 349 and sold to this guy. Okay, so they purchased it. It's basically getting passed back and forth between these two wallets. <laughs> so sent to G3N and then G3N sells it to KE52 and then KE52 sells it to G3N and then G3N sells it to KE52 and KE52 sells it to G3N. It's like, what is happening? This is, this is just so obvious. Um, if it wasn't obvious enough, really. So there's that. Um, and then you have this other one that I checked and basically, you know, someone purchased it for a hundred, they listed it, they sold it and then they bought it back again or just, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of ridiculous. Uh, who's, who wants to, oh, this, and it goes all the way down here too. Um, and all of these wallets, if you actually look through the activity, they're all very familiar, like this PP4Z, uh, PFGX. So it's very clear that it's just wash trading to get at the top of the top of the charts. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty sad actually. Um, Devo 43, good to see you in here. Um, what else, what else do we have? Yeah, so the Sumo project, that's just disappointing. Uh, I don't like to see it, but obviously some people are taking advantage of the JPEG rewards. Uh, royalties are only 1%, so they're not really losing that much. So they really can like pass it back and forth without losing a bunch on royalties. Um, so they're just trying to up their JPEG experience. So it's hard, it's hard to know, right? It's hard to know if this is just traders taking advantage um, or if it's project founders that are doing it to get like higher up on charts or if it's a combination of both. I don't know, but either way, I don't like it. I don't like the way it looks. I would not, I would not buy one of these. Um, so steer clear of Sumo, unfortunately, even though the NFTs look pretty cool. Um, next up, we have Ape Society. Ape Society sitting at $47.95. Um, Uh, conundrum. Yo, what's up? Tell me why my little girl said data when she saw those sumo NFTs. <laughs> hey, you know, Hey, I, 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 I'm not going to say anything. I'll just say kids are brutally honest. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I hope that's not the case. <laughs> that's great. Um, J hub says I'm ranked seven, seven, seven on JPEG for the season. Nice. Top 1000, top seven fifty, essentially. That's, that's great, man. Congrats. Um, ape society, a little under five K. Pretty nice. Um, let's check. Let's actually do a levy finance check. Let's do some. Let's see what the lending is for these uh, floor price. Let's see, returned with interest. These all got returned. Cabins. One group of cabins just got all defaulted in the last hour. Um. So what can you lend? So the highest offer is 4.25. So the lending is going down. Um, but yeah, Ape Society, I think it was at 5,600 earlier. Let's, let's take a look at the chart. Let's see, floor price over the last 30 days. Yeah, on the 6th. So yeah, just about 30 days ago, we were at 5,700. Uh, 55, we hit a 5K, then we... We rebounded into 5,300, and then we've kind of been bouncing around the 5K. Had a dip to 4,500 and back up to 47. Okay, so yeah, Ape Society continuing to stay in that range. Um, 
and I don't think there's anything crazy with Ape Society uh, recently. Earth Node, the price, the floor price is back up to almost 100k. So World Mobile Token obviously doing well with Cardano DeFi. That's you know, kind of real Fi is what they what they call it. Um, if we look at the floor price over the last 30 days, last last month 72,950. Basically on this day, uh, someone either let's see on on the 15th. That basically bumped the floor up, and then it's had another leg up here in in August. So let's see if I can go if I can scroll all the way back to the fifteenth. I want to see what happens. Does does someone actually just like sweep a bunch on the fifteenth? This is the fourteenth. So on the fourteenth, there were one, two, three, four, five, six sales. There were six sales, and the buyer. There were two wallets that purchased. Wait. Oh, and then on the 15th, someone else bought. So are they are they passing it back and forth? Hold on. So this guy purchased one, two, three. But then this wallet, the same wallet also sold to somebody. I'll have to dive into this a little bit more. I don't wanna I don't wanna say that. So this person bought two. Uh OVU bought. OVU also bought here. Huh. This person. Okay. Anyways, either way, floor price is at ninety five thousand. Um now now I'm just always kind of looking for this. I, I could totally be wrong, but that is a little bit interesting. Unless, unless they're just looking for a great flip, right? If they, um, let's see, seller was this. So I guess if they bought it set, right? If they bought at 74 and then they sold at 95, like that's actually, I mean, that, that's, that's a great day at the office. That's a great flip. So I don't think that's a wash trade in, in that sense. But then they bought again at 99 though. That's the thing. It's like, why would you sell at 95? to then buy back again at 99 and then buy another one at 97. I don't know. That's just weird. Maybe that's just a weird trader. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Let's see the whales. How many, what, what are the, what do the whales look like? One person has 20 plus of these. Wow. Two to 10, 81 people have two to 10. Very interesting. Okay. Well, Someone has 130. That must be that must be like part of the team and they're still like passing them out or something. There's uh, I mean, I guess maybe somebody did accumulate 130. That's pretty crazy. Anywho, yeah, these are the earth nodes. 1000 of these available. If you want more information on these, you can check out the uh, description. Oside says I was top 500 before this overnight weirdness only dropped a hundred spots there. What is, what, what do you mean by what happened overnight? I didn't hear what was going on. Number five is Tappy by tap tools. So 969 floor price, 147,000 in volume. Uh, Tappy from what I had seen, didn't have any major updates. They're just, the floor is just continuing to go up. Obviously their site is very well done. I won't, I won't spend a lot of time on that. Tappy has been in the top 10 for several weeks now. So unless you're literally brand new to the space, you've heard stuff that we've talked about with, with Tappy. Um, number six is Book.io. This is Origin of the Species. So this is the, um, uh, let's see. Um, Origin of Species, I can't believe it. Darwin, this must be Darwin's book. 385 is the floor price. 700 of these were sold on Cardano. I'm sure they're selling them on the other platforms as well. Um, so that's that. Uh, also with Book.io, um, let me pull up my, I'm gonna see if, I'm, if I can pull up my notes here. I don't have my notes. The... Oh, I have it. I have it as a tab. That's what I did. So Book.io has their 
sale still going on. So I did miss this earlier and I hadn't been able to check it, uh, but I did check it now. So I refresh this page. So this is the initial token offering for the dollar sign book. Uh, and if you guys don't know what book is yet, it's a multi-chain Web3 marketplace for buying, reading, and selling decentralized eBooks and audiobooks. Book.io currently mints books to four blockchains and has native iOS and Android apps and an HTML5 web reader. So Algorand, Cardano, Ethereum, and Polygon. It's a Cardano-based utility reward token that will power the future of digital publishing. So while they, excuse me, while they are on these different blockchains, uh, they seem to be, I mean, they're calling their home Cardano, which is, you know, you love to see it. So essentially they're doing this token sale and every so often the price is increasing for the initial sale. So they have sold, uh, let's see, they've sold, is this their, how much they've sold or how much is left? Um, let's see the tokenomics. So the token sale is 15%. So by the first, so the circulating supply is really gonna go up in the first few years and then it's gonna level off. Anyway, so yeah, you can, you can purchase some token um, if you uh, would like to buy. So the current price for one book token is one cent, uh, one and a fifth, uh, or one and, <laughs> I can't do math right now. I'm, I'm not, I'm tired. Uh, but anyways, you can use your Eternal, Flint, or Vesper. Uh, and you can select your country, and as you can see by this note, it is not available in the United States. Uh, so however you want to do that, if you still want to buy in, uh, or you could buy on secondary if you're in the U.S., or you could just say you're not in the U.S., or you could use a VPN. Um, you know, If you wanted to just select a random country, it would allow you to do a purchase, um, but then obviously you would not be necessarily telling the truth. Excuse me. I feel like I have another one, another sneeze coming. Anyways, uh, yeah, so there's that. But let's say if you, you know, you can actually, if you want to select a different country to then just test out what, um, how much you can get. So for 1,000 ADA right now, with this current price for about $300, you could get 20, about 25,000 book um, tokens. Um, Again, this is this is a project that I've been watching for a while. We've been talking on the project for uh, we've been talking about this project on the channel for a while, and the one thing that always held me up was, do I buy a book? Do I buy all the new all the books that come out? Do I just invest in the token if I think this is a good idea, which I do think it's a good idea. So this is great for me as an entry into the project. I'll probably get a, a Gutenberg Bible at one point at some point because that was their first mint on Cardano or just mint ever. Um and I'll probably, I'll probably be looking to pick up some book tokens uh, because I think this idea is very, I love this idea. Um, actually, if someone wants to steal this idea, uh, I mean, it's, it's probably a lot of people have had the same idea as me, but this idea, but for like movies and TV shows, it's going to go bonkers. Like whoever can do that um, and get a lot of the different, you know, whoever all, you know, all the big players in Los Angeles and wherever around the world are on that like that's going to be probably even bigger. Um, but same idea, right? I think, I think the model is there. Um, the books that they're getting, uh, the publisher and publishing houses that they've been bringing on already, you know, this is, I think this is going to be something that people will look at and say, this is a great um, utilization of blockchain technology. So anyways, all that to say, I'm looking to get into this. I don't know if I'm going to buy from the token sale uh, or, if I'll just buy on secondary so I have a clearer conscience, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, Osai says they're stuck at 55% sold. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what's, what that's about. I know they have a very large community, so I know people are still accumulating. I'm sure Ada Legend's still, still uh, stacking his bag up. Conundrum says there's a lot of weird transactions going on with a few projects. 
collection offers by one person with multiple wallets or a team, then list right away to either harvest JPEG or manipulate the floor. Yeah. Um, look, like we didn't want to, we didn't want to say I told you so, but that's kind of the, um, that's kind of this, the downside of having a token like this, um, where JPEG is fine doing that because they get a, uh, what do they call it? Maintenance fee um, on every transaction, whether it's um, manipulated or not. And the person who is doing that type of thing is getting rewards in the JPEG token, whatever that's going to be worth, right? But that just muddies the water on what's actually the real price of, of certain assets. So unfortunate. Uh, Oside says, I went pretty hard on the book token. Um, and he said, I mean, when I was, when he was in the UK, he was traveling, um, and he was able to just log in and be able to, uh, stack up on some book token. Congrats to you, Oside. Hope you had a great trip. Uh, all right. So next up on the docket is we have the jungle. So none, right? This was one that was just really weird to me. If you go into the project or if you go into the site, you go to all collections, Look how many collections are included in this. Oh, is it Dram's Auction House? Are they all part of the Dram's Auction House? That might be it. I just didn't pay attention to that little spinning thing. I thought it was just random. No price data. Okay. How about this? No price data. This. Corn Mafia. So these are the Corn Mafia domes, Corn Mafia lands, DRAMS memberships, all collections. So early delegator, boss achievement. Um, let's see, are these all just gonna be these? Anyways, I don't know what this is. I don't know how this came up, how this got put together, but it doesn't make any sense to me, so we're moving on. Uh, the Jungle Hunter Lifetime Pass saw a very large jump, very high jump in price. I actually got lucky because I had picked up a Jungle Pass to try to snipe some Space Buds. This was a month or two ago, and the floor was 100, 115, and I picked up one, and now the floor is 700. I had ended up just, I know that they have something coming up, but there's been so many times when I've waited on something to actually happen, and whatever I ended up getting or just the total value of everything ended up not being worth just what the hype was. I think a lot of us kind of know how that game goes now at this point for the experienced traders. And so I was like, okay, floor is seven X what I had paid for this like a month ago. So that's just a no brainer to me. I'll take the seven X. Thanks very much. And I'll probably buy a jungle pass after this hype dies down. Cause I still want to have one for the next bull run, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, and maybe I made a bad choice, but it's like, hey, if people are hot on it right now, then great. They can uh, take mine off my hands if they want to. So yeah, floor price is at 700 currently, and we can read a little bit about what's going on with this project. What's actually interesting to me is um, this is the, is, you know, these are this is the jungle, CNFT jungle. Um, this is the project that's put together by Melon, um, who is part of the JPEG team. He's done a lot of development for JPEG. He had done the jungle passes before his time at JPEG, and now he's pivoting the project. Um, you know, there was a lot of drama and controversy with him recently with the spicy token and some of the other token drops that he just essentially made an insane amount of ADA off of, um, basically kind of wrecking everybody else on purpose, kind of front running orders. Um, people argued whether it was legal or not, whatever. Um, so, uh, yeah, which I, I, all I'm saying is I'm surprised that, uh, he is still, his project is still doing so well. Cause there were a lot of people that were frustrated by that and now they're buying his project again, whatever. Anyways. Um, so the Dex Hunter is kind of this, this is kind of the rebrand, the new face of, you know, the jungle passes and all that stuff. So we are thrilled to share the initial light paper of our revamped and rebranded jungle platform. This post will outline the vision of Dex Hunter, a platform for real-time market alerts, Dex aggregation, and NFT sniping. So 
right right there on that it looks like it's going to be something similar with extra features to like a tappy tools right you see the success of someone like tappy and you want to model something that's similar uh, what is dex hunter dex hunter aims to combine multiple advanced tools to simplify and enhance user experience we integrate real-time alerts, DEX aggregation, and an NFT sniping platform to empower users to make informed decisions and execute optimal trades. This provides a comprehensive solution for users making trading quicker, easier, and more profitable. We also plan to reward our previous Jungle NFT holders. They will receive a Hunt reward, which is their token, as well as keep its premium features on the platform. Additionally, we will give a symbolic Hunt gift to Wenmo NFT holders determined by its mystery number, whatever. Um, in a rapidly evolving world of crypto, being informed about market movements is critical. Um, and but but the current landscape is fragmented, complex, and overwhelming for many traders. I think that's fair. That's a fair analysis. Ripple's recent value increase after winning the SEC case is a great example of why it's beneficial to know market trends early on. The sooner you're aware, the more money you can make. Or you're just a really good developer, and you can just <laughs> too soon. You could just be a really good developer and know when the pool is opening before everybody else and then take all the tokens and cash out hundreds of thousands of data. You could do that. Um, yeah, too soon. Following Twitter accounts about cryptocurrency is one way to stay informed, but you might miss out on key updates. Uh, whatever. Platform features, real-time alerts on significant market movements, uh, smooth actions on alerts through our integrated DEX aggregator and sniping platform, increase user profitability by offering superior trades create a robust community around our native hunt token. So if you're, if that excites you, um, then this is going to be the platform for you. Uh, again, this kind of is just a nice little graph that shows what it does. It's going to give you market alerts. It's going to aggregate a decentralized exchange for you, and it's going to help you with NFT sniping team melon, uh, roadmap. So they say they're going to do on the roadmap. The hunt token is the centerpiece of the Dex Hunter platform. Uh, discounts on swap. Hunt token holders will receive discounts on trade swap fees. Uh, rewards from auto snipers. Discount on NFT quick snipe fees. Premium platform features if you hold the hunt utility token. Again, here's a little graph that shows you what it does. Tokenomics, 100 million hunt tokens. Holders of the Hunter Pass NFT, which is where it got its value again, uh, will have firsthand discounted pre-sale price round. Um, followed by the Melonair NFT holders. Presale will take place this month. Presale announcement will be coming soon. Each NFT would be would give a capped presale allocation. So there you go. It's a comprehensive comprehensive solution that helps individuals navigate the over ever changing crypto market quicker and get an edge. So if you think that 700 ADA uh, Jungle Pass will help you get an edge, this is your project. Again, it's like. Obviously, Melon can make great stuff. It's just that the, what he did just puts a bad taste in my mouth. Um, sorry to say. And he's, and he's watched a lot of the live streams. I don't know if he's watching this one, but I don't know. Whether it, whether it was um, illegal or not, some of the ethical and moral questions that you have to ask are just like, eh, I don't know. Makes me uncomfortable. But there you go. I read, I read essentially the whole paper. Uh, if, if you, it's linked in the description if you want to read it yourself or look through different parts. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a big update coming and something that basically brought a project back from, you know, essentially a hundred ADA. Uh, yeah, I bought it around this time, 124. And now it's basically back up to whenever it first minted. So there you go. Space buds number nine. What did they, did they just switch? Hungry Cows and Space Buds swapped. Um, but yeah, nothing new on Hungry Cows. That's just the Muesli swap. Uh, Dex is token. Uh, you get, you get um, bonus, bonus things for that. Uh, let's move on to Space Buds. So a lot of people have already seen this update, but uh, Pool PM rolled out an update that shows when the uh, new Space Bud was minted and when it was updated. So now when you look at your Pool PM, even if you have put your space bud through the wormhole, it will show it being the earliest uh, mint project. Uh, 
but then it was updated on the 24th of 2023. So you can see both of those dates, but when it's showing your wallet, it'll show the mint date. So there you go. That's a little update for Space Buds holders. I really enjoyed that because obviously I like seeing Space Buds in that number one slot in my wallet on Pool PM. Um, it's, a, it's a small thing, and I'm sure there'll be other wallets and things that I'll look at later that won't probably hold them like that, but um, yeah. <laughs> Crawford says that's a spicy take. I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, Clay Nation is, has a little um, ADA handle partnership. This is pretty cool, actually. So different um, colored backgrounds and different cool things you can have on that. Uh, Cyber Clay, dollar sign Cyber Clay, and you can has a little QR code on it. So launching on the 8th. So in six days, uh, these will be available. So I think that's pretty cool. Love to see it. Um, Interesting stuff. Keep your keep your eyes peeled for when that gets officially posted. Goombles had a had a big announcement as well. Uh, so Goombles did a partnership with uh, Magic Media. Wait, did I link the wrong one? I think I linked the wrong one. There was another post. Oh, here we go. So Goombles is being meticulously crafted by Magic Media now. Magic Media, let's create magic. So an industry leading experts across all avenues of gaming and entertainment from game development to cybersecurity, visual effects, video promotion, art, animation. So that's their studio. Um, excuse me. So they are now um, going to be doing some work on Goombles. So they're assembling an alliance of skilled artists and developers. Um, Dan, Cody, and Owlet are stepping back from Goombles, granting the creative alchemists at Magic Media more liberty to weave magic. Goombles Sugar Clash is now enriched with a team of seasoned experts in game design, programming development, art, QA, sound design, and more. We're thrilled to announce to continue placing our community members at the heart of our creative process. We're committed to providing regular updates on the evolution of the game. Fasten your seatbelts and grasp those candy canes firmly. Our sugary voyage is only just taking off. So that's actually, I think that's great news. Um, you know, to have, to have a game studio take interest in your project to provide a lot of that expert veteran game development experience to come alongside you to help you achieve your goal, to achieve like Nash and the community's goal. I think that's big. I think that's, that's a big plus. Um, so there you go. Um, very, very interesting announcement from the Goombles team. I'm curious, actually, how did that, uh, what did that affect their floor price at all? Average sale, 107, 168. I, I still don't like, I still don't like that, um, JPEGs, analytics. One fifty, one eighty-two. No, not really a big. Didn't really affect it that much. Eleven point three percent listed. All right, so we're moving on. So we we we're just we're just knocking we're knocking the other important topics out. So this is where we get into some. Uh, he he said she said type of activity. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Uh, Conundrum said there's also going to be a partnership between Goombles, Alley Cats, and Derps. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, got chat talking about Goombles. Um, so NFT Devils, which I believe I've at least heard about these guys. Um, but yeah, oh, Secret Bulls. Okay, so they're they're kind of all they're they're doing uh, uh three different projects together called the Trifecta. Um, Peppermint's rug pulled our community. Crypto Heaps and Stanley made a lot of big promises to get us to agree to use their minting service, but they failed to deliver. Um, so this got some traction, you know, 13,000 views. 
Crypto Heaps was responsible for creating metadata for our collection. He rushed the process and did not follow our artist's instructions. He deleted parts of trait names, mismatched images. Now he wants us to pay him more to fix the errors he created. The only reason we agreed to mint with Peppermint is because they promised a professional white glove minting service. That This has been far from the case. And after the spicy coin ADA debacle, the service has become worse and worse. Um, Peppermint promised to host Twitter spaces to promote our mint. When we asked Crypto Heaps and Stanley about marketing, they said no one is really having spaces at the moment and offer no other assistance. Peppermint promised to be 100% active during the hyped early hours of the mint. Instead, Stanley was not present. He was on holiday and Crypto Heaps was camping in the woods with minimal reception and his only phone to, and only his phone to provide support. The minting, phone minting was incredibly difficult to do and the Peppermint team was nowhere to be found. If this is true, that's pretty, you know, you probably, if someone's going to take vacation, you're probably going to want to uh, not be on vacation at the same time or like be uh, remote or away at the same time. The credit card payment system that was promised by Peppermint was inactive during Mint, so people couldn't use that option. We've tried our best to work with Crypto Heaps and Peppermint to resolve the issues they created with our metadata. Um, Peppermint is refusing to complete any more work unless we pay more. Um, failed our community. They have taken ADA, not delivered on their promises. We just want our money back so we can pay the new minting dev and make this right for our community. Um, and then someone just went straight up and just said it's because they're Australian. That's, uh, I mean, that's, I do not condone that. Uh, that's just wrong. Uh, and then they're like, I'm Aussie as well. So I was like, what is going on? Um, that was just weird. That's, I mean, well, he's also Australian too, but that's just, I don't know. That's just weird. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I guess, I guess if you're Aussie, you can say that, but nobody else can, I guess. I don't know. Um, okay. So there was that, that was a big, uh, the big thread. Um, and then on Peppermint, uh, they just posted this two days ago, two sides to every story at Peppermint. We pride ourselves on going the extra mile for clients, always delivering complete work and keys. No matter the disagreements, we focus on positive impact, not disparaging others. Professionalism and respect guide us. Stay, stay minty friends. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, I've, I've had heaps on the channel a few times, uh, you know, familiar with Peppermint and their team. I've always enjoyed, uh, heaps and what he's been doing, what he's done for the space, Ada army, all that stuff. You know, you, you always have, you know, again, that's what they said, two sides to every story. So there's probably some pieces of this that is that, that are true. There's probably been some miscommunication about what was in the contract, what deserves to be, you know, compensated. What, um, if you're going to be using us like to fix some problems, then you're going to have to pay more for like us to work on it. Like I'm sure all of that stuff is happening or some of that stuff is happening. Um, but then again, on the other side, it's like peppermint have done a lot of successful mints, um, with some really big brands in this space. And so it's like, you know, I don't know, there's two sides to every story. So just, I don't know if you're planning on minting a project, you know, definitely reach out to peppermint, um, reach out to the other team reach out to other teams that have worked with Peppermint, like get, get the full story. Don't just take one popular thread and run with it. Um, yeah. Some other topics was, uh, this was another one that was interesting. Uh, the pixel page, um, captain nano, uh, is, is kind of under some accusations about, uh, not delivering his product. So this is from uh, Druzy um, and also, you know, Big Pay. Uh, if you guys know who Big Pay is, um, big, big Cardano YouTuber. Um, other people have also kind of said stuff around the same time. And it's basically the idea of like, you guys had these nano frames. You guys are also, I guess they were also part of Pixel Page. But I thought Pixel Page was somebody else. And either way, let's, let's focus just on the nano frames, right? This is what he really talks about. People did all these pre-sales for the nano frames and they never got shipped. They never got sent. I think Tommy from Freedom 35ers ended up um, grabbing his at CNFT con. I think that's the only way, the only reason that he got his. But I think everybody else, uh, 
Big Pay tells a story that he basically paid like a thousand dollars in cash at Rare Bloom last year, and the guy was like, "Do you want me to just hand it to you now, or do you want me to ship it?" And then the guy never shipped it. Um, so I don't know. I, I I I'm just checking these out. I don't know if this is these are just allegations, right? I don't know the full story, but again, just another just another unfortunate thing happening in the community. Um, so just keep that in mind. Um, so Sammy is talking about uh, Brave is definitely the mint of choice for everyone. Um, oh, Conundrum is talking about Soho Kids. Wow, that's a throwback. RIP Soho Kids. Okay, uh, continuing to move on. So Tommy from Freedom 35ers. Happy one year anniversary to the Mallard Order. They minted this time last year. Huge respect for Demo, Nemesis, Crypt Keeper, Box Lord, and the entire team. Looking forward to year two. So, of course, uh, you know, Freedom 35 is obviously being big Mallard Order fans. And me respecting Mallard Order from a distance. Just wanted to give a, a shout out to Demo and the team on a successful, very successful first year um, and all the stuff that they're doing. Are they all-time top five? Top 10? No. Top uh, 14. They, they've been in this uh, 14, top uh, 15 for a while. Okay. Almost in that 10 million ADA of trading volume. That's pretty impressive. Um, well, let's, let's actually do it. Let's actually look. They probably might be in the top 10 because you have Space Buds, Ape Society, Clay Nation, Pavia, Boss Cat, Chilled Kong. And then this is a duplicate, Cornucopia, Dead Pixels, duplicate, Ore. That's 10. Duplicate, duplicate. So they're like 11th. Um, well, sorry, I, you guys can't see that. Uh, so they're like basically 11th if you don't count uh, multiple policies. Anywho, congrats to Mallet Order is what I was trying to say. Uh, Frank from D-Gods with a spicy take, very spicy this week, uh, talking about just the state of NFTs in general. Um, <laughs> you have to be insane to want to join the NFT ecosystem right now. If you are a smart, talented creator, why would you make anything here? At this point, you have an extremely low chance of making any money. If by some miracle you do happen to find success, congratulations. You are now subject to a life of indentured servitude for a community that doesn't even care about what you're making. Think about it. People demanding roadmaps, utility, community, airdrops, or whatever else they thought would pump their bags. Now almost nobody asked for any of those things. Why? Because they never knew that what they wanted in the first place. It all stemmed from greed. Founders were greedy. The people that gave those founders money were also greedy. Everyone was just greedy. It's that simple. The sooner that we can accept that, the sooner we can end that cycle. Um, interesting, right? So, uh, and then somebody basically responded to that and said, yesterday, Frank Degod said that he genuinely believes that people in the NFT world have no idea what they want. Uh, this is a gross overstatement about the cus customer base. So I'll respond with a gross overstatement about the founder base. So, kind of flipping Frank's message on his head. Um, founders and NFTs couldn't execute their way out of a wet paper bag. <laughs> uh, uh. The customer base didn't promise video games, music labels, tech innovation, and sliced bread 2.0. We, we also weren't the ones who executed pump marketing tactics around this myriad of promises. The customer base didn't choose the employees, devs, vendors, or subcontractors. The customer base didn't raise hundreds of thousands, or in some cases, millions, and then within the same year, extracted additional funds without executing or communicating competently. Buy an NFT, receive 10% of what was promised, and God forbid you open your mouth. So here I am standing up for people who don't know what they want. Meanwhile, all we wanted was what was promised. So an interesting back and forth here between this guy and Frank. Uh, and he did, he did respond to this. He said, my point was that the market does not, want, does not reward projects that deliver what was promised. Um, so anyways, you can read this thread. It's in the description. Very interesting read, um, considering if you're watching this video, you're very deep in the NFT space. Um, so uh, yeah, just I just thought that was an interesting uh, thing to bring up. And to if you hadn't seen it across your feed or you didn't take the time to read it, uh, I thought it was interesting to, to look through. Um, uh, yeah, so I was just checking chat for a second. Okay, moving on. Last, last uh, important topic is from uh, Jack Fricks. He was a Cardano YouTuber, now kind of just more like financial and um, kind of entrepreneurial channel. 
so this is a thread that did also very well, almost 30,000 views. Um, and it's a thread about how he fumbled $500,000 last year at 22 years old. Um, so he's a young guy, right? You make mistakes um, and basically don't necessarily need to, to read the whole thing, but uh, essentially making his YouTube channel, getting a lot of views, getting a lot of subscribers, making ad revenue, which then rolled into making his stake pool, which then rolled into the stick fricks, which was his stick drawing NFT project that sold out and he made a ton of money, but he paid his dev like 200K. Anyways, it's um, interesting story. Uh, you know, when you have, when you get that amount of money at such a young age, it's probably, I mean, it's definitely hard to hold on to. Um, you know, there was just some unfortunate uh, accountant and tax situations that also happened. Um, and yeah, next thing you know, you don't have hardly any money left. Uh, so, but I mean, also, I will say left with about $30,000 profit all in all, which, you know, you do a channel that takes a lot of time and effort. You uh, run a stake pool. You're making some money off of that. Um, you know, you sell an NFT project that probably didn't take you a super long time to make. And you still, after messing it all up, right, still end up with 30K. Still not a bad day, you know. You're, you're frustrated because relative to what you maybe feel like you deserve, you have, you deserve to have, you know, maybe $300,000, but wouldn't we all kill, or, you know, not kill. Wouldn't we all enjoy having $30,000? Uh, I think so. But anyways, very interesting. And then at the very end, he plugs his, uh, you know, his newsletter, which is, uh, interesting. Um, anyways. Yeah. So there, so there's that. So that's the market update at least the interesting things. I don't know if you guys uh, also said, um, if you guys also have any other things you want to talk about. Um, so Oside, Oside says he disagrees with the, the Frank and the other guys thread. People know what they want. They're just not patient enough to fund the right teams and then wait. I think there's, there's definitely an element of that. Uh, there's definitely an element of that. People want the results right now. And if they don't get the results right now, they sell and move on. Um, yeah. That's the unfortunate reality of some of the space right now. Anyways, guys, uh, have, have really enjoyed being back in the studio, uh, back in my kind of setup when, and having everything ready to go. Um, if you guys have enjoyed this content, if you're not a subscriber yet, please like and subscribe the video. Definitely goes a long way. Appreciate all of you guys for stopping by. Um, yeah, join in the Discord. It's linked in the description if you want to chat, talk about NFTs. Um, you know, obviously Spark Lab is still minting. Spark Lab is still being updated regularly with new videos. So go and check those out um, if you're interested. And yeah, I will see you guys next week. Have a good one.